And welcome back to the Lights Out podcast. Uh, today, we will go over the highlights of barring te- uh, preseason testing, but also the first Grand Prix of the season, uh, the Bahrain Grand Prix. Uh, lot, lots to talk about um, for the start of this 2024 season. Some some things haven't changed, but some things have changed. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, just digging into into testing, um, you know, obviously it's not super indicative of where of what's going to happen in the actual season, because uh, usually, you know, Ferrari typically always looks really good in testing, but kind of kind of fades out once it comes to uh, race pace in the actual race. Um, you know, Kick Sauber was looking good in testing. Uh, the the Toroso Racing Bulls looks pretty pretty good as well. Yeah, definitely. I don't really have anything to to add to testing. I wasn't really too focused on it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even watch any of it. I just saw a couple <laughs> updates here and there on yeah. Twitter. But I just remember seeing Max getting like almost a whole second ahead on his first lap of the session, something like that. Yeah, no, he's definitely very ahead on the on the first day. Uh, but he also did like twice as many laps as the rest of the field on, on day one. Huh. But I know, I know, like during testing, the the Alpines were were looking pretty decent, but. Uh, as we'll get into later, uh, the Alpines are not not super good this year, <laughs> um, unfortunately. Um, so speaking of the Grand Prix, uh, you know, let's, let's get into into qualifying. Um, you know, you know the Alpines just had like no pace whatsoever. Um, yeah, I mean there was nothing under their hood. I mean it's like McLaren last year where they were dead last at the start maybe yeah. they can figure out a way to make some improvement i don't think they'll be last the whole year yeah definitely not yeah um yeah, yeah. it's possible the way their just car isn't tailored to to bahrain track so they might be better suited at like saudi arabia is a completely different track so you know we'll, we'll see if they if they improve a little bit then that's a good sign but then if if not they they're They'll really need some good mid-season upgrades. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm sure they'll get those upgrades. Is it going to be enough to get them into the fight with, like, McLaren and Aston? Probably not. But Yeah, I, I feel like that's a very clear, like, tiered hierarchy yeah. as to I don't how the season is going to shape up. Yeah, I don't anticipate them being behind Haas and Williams all year. Yeah, and then, I don't know, no – Unfortunately, no surprise. Uh, Logan Sargent and the uh, the Kick Sauber's also going out in Q one. Um, yep. Uh, I honestly expected more out of Sauber. I guess I was uh, what's the word? Tricked uh, from their testing results. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. Uh, and I don't know the 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 green liveries. It's kind of growing on me. Um, to it say. is a yeah. look. It is most definitely a look. <laughs> it is one of the looks of all time. Yeah, that is for sure. Yeah, and then uh, you know the 
both the RBs uh, almost getting to Q3. Nico Hulkenberg uh, squeezing in there. I mean, he was yeah, that was impressive. What is yeah, it with I, Nico I, Hulkenberg and qualifying well at Bahrain? It's like the third year in a row he's made Q3. If you go back to his Renault days, that's like four years in a row at Bahrain. I guess that's that just like what Q3. he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then, you know, Checo kind of having a mediocre qualifying. No surprise there. Uh, Leclerc having a really good qualifying. Uh, you know, and then Russell and Sainz for the second row. Uh, Hamilton bit bit off of, of Russell, uh, which is interesting. Um, you know, especially, I mean, I mean, he does have the comfort of, uh, you know, knowing that he's he's got a seat next year uh, in Ferrari already. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, you know, he's but he's definitely lit the the fire under uh, Carlos Sainz though to perform well. Uh, and so far, he hasn't. Uh, Carlos hasn't fallen under the pressure yet. Yeah, it seems like Ferrari is almost doing better than Mercedes right now. Yeah, um, yeah, and we can. Unless you guys have anything else to say about qualifying, uh, you can just get into the race. I mean, one thing about the Mercedes cars that I noticed is, I don't know if you guys were watching qualifying live or not, but did you guys notice how much the rear of the car was bottoming out at the end of the long straights? I unfortunately had class, so I was not watching qualifying. Oh, yeah, I was on Friday. I um, but anyways, I'll, I'll just me. point it out. You can, I mean, I'm sure you can go back and watch highlights on YouTube. Yeah, definitely. But I noticed the rear of the Mercedes car was just dragging the ground way more than any of the other cars. So I wonder, like, like why was understeer? No, like the bottom of the car was literally just dragging against the ground, throwing sparks everywhere and stuff. I wonder if that's if the car is angled upwards at all, like yeah. I mean, with the if weight the front of the car, the engine being in the back, it already is doing that. Yeah, I guess maybe, like, the downforce is too much, and it's just... Yeah, maybe they just had too much I'd, downforce. I'm sure there's some some physicist out there can probably explain it, but <laughs> I, mean, my, I have no idea. I, I think what they're... It was probably just their setup, how they had the rear suspension sitting lower than the front suspension... But I've never seen a car sit that low before and drag the ground that much. Yeah, that's a very interesting point. Which... Well, I mean, it's interesting to bring, bring that up because I know, like, uh, last year in, uh, in Austin, you know, I know Lewis Hamilton got disqualified because his car was running too low to the ground. Uh, and I believe someone – I know it wasn't Russell, but I believe someone else also got disqualified. It was Leclerc. Leclerc. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I can remember, but – yeah, I, I kind of was thinking that they might get disqualified from qualifying again because I don't know why they had that set up like that, but the Mercedes car was just sitting so low to the ground in the rear. I feel like that can't be good for the car if it's taking that much wear on, like, the rear ends because that's where, like, all the engine and the battery and the key components are. I mean, they have that, like, wood plank on the bottom of the car to, like, protect right. the, what, the the underbody from getting any scrapes and damages. Yeah, but as we saw last year, that can only be worn down so much. Yeah, and that's right? what I was so if, saying. Like, I'm yeah. surprised Lewis didn't get DQ'd from qualifying yeah. because it was just dragging the ground so much. 
which it probably doesn't help because you probably lose speed down the straights that way with the friction. Yeah, I'd imagine. Anyways, I thought I'd just note that because it was just a weird little thing I saw during qualifying. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I didn't notice that, so yeah, thank you for for bringing that up. Um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, you know, Hulkenberg's great qualifying, uh, you know, didn't really do too much. Uh, you know, when he when he locked locked up and and hit Stroll around in the first lap. Um, you know, I was I was pretty impressed that Stroll was able to have the like the comeback race that. Or was able to recover from that, from being spun round. Yeah, I think he finished in the points. Dude. Yeah, he was he was off P ten. Yeah, behind. Yeah, Alonso. there you go. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Unfortunately, Alonso went backwards. I know at, at the beginning of the broadcast, uh, Martin Brundle was saying that you know he's using experience to you know save tires and all that, but it just looked like they just had no pace, couldn't couldn't fight with the Mercedes or McLaren uh, or Ferrari. Um, but and I, I have to say, uh Leclerc, like for all the issues that he was dealing with, um like uh you know, just like having like like the braking system just not being right and he was also complaining like whenever he like tried to go in a corner, like the car wanted to like drift right. And stuff. Um, you know, he, he kept it together pretty well. P four is pretty good for for having that many issues. Um, and you know, and he, and he forced uh, George Russell into a big mistake going into turn ten uh, towards the end of the race, which he was able to promote himself to fourth. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. really vocal in his interview after the race about his brakes. Like I've never seen him so mad about the car he was driving before. <laughs> Like in a post race interview. Yeah. yeah, normally I feel like he's more disappointed than he is mad. Yeah, he was just pissed off. Yeah. Yeah, but then yeah, and it was and it was only like his car as well too. Like it, like science was was doing fine. Yeah, science had no issues. Yeah, and then, uh, it was really weird. Uh, well, like Logan Sargent, like he, like he just ran like. Or he usually like went off the track. I thought like, I thought he was having an engine, uh, engine issue, and then he was just like sitting outside for like a minute and a half, and then he just started up again. So I've no idea what happened there, but he totally brought himself out of the race. Probably, uh, I would imagine some sort of electronics issue. Yeah, cause I I thought it was gonna make it interesting and bring out like the VSC. Um, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't throw any sort of safety car for that too. He was sitting there for a good like minute. Yeah, yeah, but I think just because it, the car wasn't fully turned off, like the marshals didn't have to go and retrieve it. And since I guess as long as the marshals aren't on the track, they don't have to put a VSC out there. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, I do, I do agree though. Like, if someone like if someone lost control and ran wide, they're gonna they could easily like run into Logan and just fucking cause like a massive crash. Um, but, and then unfortunately, yeah. 
Valtteri uh, Bottas uh, had another slow pit stop. Uh, I think on like the front left, like the wheel nut like came off or something. They had to get like another one. Um, unfortunately, so that ru- ruined his race. Yeah, I heard he had like a almost like forty second stop or something. Yeah, I think he was crazy. Yeah, like I think it was like fifty two seconds stationary. Uh, Reminiscent of Monaco a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and then... uh, And at the end, um, you know, I know uh, we had the the team orders at at RB to let uh, Danny Rick pass Yuki. Uh, But, I mean, I see where, where Yuki why Yuki was complaining because he was right on the back of, of Magnuson. Um, so I really think the engineer should have looked at where like Yuki was about to pass Magnuson. And then once they both got past Magnuson, then they could have done team orders. But uh, it seems even with Danny Rick's uh, better, better tire life, uh, you know, he couldn't get past Magnuson. Uh, and then it was like, after the race was done, you know, they were just, I don't know, like flipping each other off, and it seemed like they were. I thought they were gonna like crash into each other on like the cool down lap. Well, yeah, and Yuki almost ran into him. I think. Yeah. You know, to like turn eight or something. Yeah, uh, and then like, yeah, and then Danny Rick afterwards basically said that Yuki's still very immature. Um, yeah. Already having team tensions high. Yeah. yeah, race one. Yeah, yeah. I really mean, some civil wars. Yeah, I mean it's, I mean just because many of the teams, both both drivers are are fighting for for their seat. Yeah, uh, so it's gonna be high, especially you know when you're in a Red Bull or Red Bull Junior team. You know, uh, you know, helmet Doctor Helmet Marco uh, is not afraid to pull the trigger. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and the uh, to say I think uh, I kind of feel like McLaren dropped a little bit of the ball on uh, on strategy a little bit, uh, you know, because after Piastri's like second pit stop, uh, they let Mercedes or they let Hamilton undercut them, uh, unfortunately, because uh, Piastri was right behind Norris. Um, but they probably should have pitted Piastri first, and then and then Lando. But right, yeah. And then and you know Russell Russell seemed to be doing well for most of the race, but then then it seemed like he was he was having some kind of issue at the end though, um, and couldn't really fight with because he he seemed at the being of the race he was he wasn't letting like. He's decently uh, close to Max, uh, and, and significantly ahead ahead of uh, Sergio Perez. But, I don't know, do you guys remember what Russell was was suffering from? I not off the top of my head. I don't. Wasn't it some kind of power unit issue? I could just be completely making that up, but uh, yeah, that's that sounds familiar. 
Because um, I know Albon was having, he was having trouble with uh, his like engine settings, uh, just because Williams went to like a whole new like steering wheel and like program and stuff, and like Albon like just didn't know like like how like how to get to like the dashboard and stuff, um, which kind of sucks. Uh, says here that George was experiencing battery issues, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, at the at the front of the grid, uh, pretty pretty smooth sailing for Verstappen, uh, taking home another Grand Slam, and I believe he just tied Schumacher and Fangio for the most amount. Of- Career Grand Slams, um, really? I, don't know. I think, so. or at least that's—I'm pretty sure that's what uh, Crofty said in the broadcast. Oh. I could be wrong about that. Um, but if you don't know what a Grand Slam is, it's when you get pole position, you win the Grand Prix, you get fastest lap, and you've led every single lap of the Grand Prix. And also. Um, I have to say with the with the tire strategy, I didn't realize until until the Grand Prix yesterday that like mediums like don't work at all on bar at Bahrain. Um, yeah, historically the medium tires never been the tire of choice. You really want to either be on the softs and go all out, just trying to make up as much time as you can, or get on the hards and try to get as much length out of those tires as possible. I think Bahrain. It eats up the tires too much because the track surface is basically like sandpaper there. Right. So mediums is never going to be the choice because they're not going to be fast enough and they're not going to last long enough. Yeah. No, but I was – because at first I was a little little worried, uh, you know, when I heard that, you know, the Red Bulls only had one one set of of hearts uh, left to – or to use for the race because uh, one of like the two choices tires that they gave back for the, uh, for the, for the race was a set of hearts. Uh, and I know all the other teams have like two sets of hearts, but uh, Verstappen and Checo, you know, made those uh, soft tires last for a pretty long time. I know, I think Verstappen went to like 17 or something. I think Checo was like 15 or 16. Um And unfortunately, it seems that that Aston's uh taking a step back from from where they were last year. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. As a fan, it's tough to see, but I'm <laughs> hoping that Mike Crack and the guys can figure something out. Yeah. I don't really have anything to add. Yeah, it was yeah, kind of a straight. Just another race, boring yeah. classic race that we've. I feel like we've talked about like this type, kind of race so many times <laughs> at this point. There's nothing really 
You're to add it. Verstappen dominates. Checo does. Eh. Ferraris are like kind of good, and then everything else is just kind of falls into place. Yeah. All right. So the uh, the Max Verstappen podcast is back in session for another season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and also, uh, just a reminder for everyone, uh, Saudi Arabia is also on a Saturday, uh, next Saturday. Um, so, because I know, I know some of my friends, uh, they, they didn't realize that uh, Bahrain was on Saturday this year. Uh, so, make sure. I hope they didn't tune in this morning just to find nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, like, no, like yesterday they like went on Instagram and just like saw like all the you know, saw like the results and memes oh. and stuff and then they were like oh what happened <laughs> yeah it's weird that the first two races are on Saturday it's so that because uh, they don't want to schedule it on a Sunday during Ramadan in the Middle East oh uh, interesting I guess that's understandable because I guess the what the Muslim holiday is going on right now. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea. So. Not either. <laughs> but that's, that's, what, I, that's, what, I, that's what I heard. In, in religion. Awesome. <laughs> Especially Muslim religion. Yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, if that's, a, that's a wrap. Uh, thank you all for tuning into this episode. And uh, make sure you check out to hear our next episode uh, for the Saudi, R- Saudi Arabian uh, Grand Prix recap next week.